to Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Bray. I'm Tim. And today we're recapping for you Married at First Sight Season 16 Reunion Part 1 and Part 2. Some would wonder if a Part 2 is necessary. But alas, here we are. Some would. Yeah, okay. We're just going to like... To any of you that are even still freaking here... Thank you for being here. I am not surprised if most of you aren't at this point. Um, Full disclosure, like we've been living our best. Summer has begun. We don't have to do the pod life over the last few weeks. Um, Because we obviously, as you know, decided enough is enough. We are not covering pointless episodes. And we can get the reunion done in one pod. And indeed, we were fucking right. Yeah. We watched the, we watched part one and part two in the same night. I just, I really went in with an open mind because I know that we've all been very like weary and eye-rolly for a while. And sometimes, especially because we do the podcast too, I get a little nervous like, Maybe we're being too negative. Like, we are obviously experiencing it differently than everybody else because we're watching it and then have to do things for it. So I really tried to go into this since we've had a few weeks off of like, okay, let me see. Like, I want to be open. Maybe this is like the exciting reunion we all deserved and it's just justice delayed. But indeed not. Like, this is just, again, really bad planning. There should never not be a reunion directly after the final episode, directly after decision day. There should never not be. So it should always be. It should always come right after. Anything, any bigger gap you give by the like all the shit we were retreading in these reunions, we have all talked about it ad nauseum. Yeah. There was not a single thing besides the where are Shaq and Kirsten now? That was any sort of surprise or gratification or satisfaction of any kind. Because, I mean, are you kidding? Like, we're retreading the slender comment. We're retreading Eris's cousin. Like, yeah. shit that happened in our minds. Like, we all watched this shit, like, five months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Almost half a year ago. And there's a lot of, and you know, it, it's frustrating too because it's not they- It's not good drama anymore. They haven't, it's weird. We get reunion part one and two. Then we get all these follow-ups. I'm sorry. We get D-Day part one and two. Mm-hmm. Then we get all these follow-ups, <laughs> the episodes. Yeah. Then we get reunion part one and two. Which, Which is filmed. Was shot pre the episodes that came. Yeah. Exactly. And then now after this, we are getting where are they now oh. and what whatnot, you know, all this other stuff. So the filming timing of this doesn't really make sense for a content yeah. consumer like ourselves because well, it just doesn't. People aren't that yeah. stupid anymore. Like we all kind of know whether you're in production or not. Everybody knows, like, that there's a reason why this, the way you lay out the schedule matters because the audience pays attention and notices these yeah. things. So, yeah, I just felt like overall, like, I just went through um, the ultimatum season three in like 
two or three days. Okay. And, okay, like you don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to, this is how podcasters <laughs> so talk to each other. You know other. how I did that. Oh, you did? Oh, interesting. In the same home as you, yes, okay. Husband. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny because, like, I mean, like we've talked about, we do think a lot of reality shows would be better off with like half the episodes, just period. And this one did more, more than 20 episodes. So it's like over half too long. But like, I was just thinking about how satisfying it was to get to the reunion. It was episode 10 or 11 and everything was prescient and fresh. I cared about what everyone had to say. I cared about every question. I I mean, I was sitting there like trying to read everybody's faces before the reveal of is anyone still together? And and so to watch this reunion actually after that, I was like, oh my God. Like everything good that comes with a reunion is basically non-existent here. Especially because as we discussed, we all know this was actually filmed in mid-March. They had only seen up to month one of their relationship on television. Yeah. Which is also fucking stupid. Because there's so many things that you can't, react to hence you know what why is it only just hitting me in this moment that's probably part of why it felt like everything we were retreading was so old yeah because they actually it actually was like i mean other than broad references of the end of the relationship they were all going off of their memories of physically going through it but like they hadn't watched the last month yet I'm like, maybe that's why I felt like so much of what we were getting quote answers on was so like old. I think after, so we tried this new experiment of these three or four episodes post decision day before the reunion. I think it's a fail. I think, I don't even think we need the where are they now type stuff because in years past, the reunion has felt obsolete by the Where Are They Now episodes. Right. Because people move on and whatnot. Just have it be like every other reality show where we have our finale, which is our decision day. You can put that on two weeks. Then we have a reunion right after. And then let all of us at home go and do our research to see, okay, after reunion, who's still together, who's not, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it's too many episodes. Of, yeah. of stuff that we don't need. Yeah. I mean, again, even the where are they now would still hit different if it was done the way that it was supposed to. And usually still, I think everybody feels like we've been watching too long by the time we get yeah. to Yeah, yeah. So anyways, with that said, we will go through, like, the highlights. But I don't feel like there's, like, a lot of new discovery here. Uh, to get into. So like we start we started with the full group sitting together. I'm sorry, unsurprisingly, I am so annoyed by how much Dom and Mac were on my screen, but obviously Dom is more annoying as a person. I just am like, why the fuck did you guys get the full couple spotlight treatment? Like you they got equal time as any other couple. In, like, you know, going up there just them two, then going up there with the experts. I'm like, you guys were here for 10 days. So much time was spent on couples 
who were never really couples. Right. We spent a ton of time with Mac and Dom. We yeah. spent a ton of time with Mac and Gina. Like, <laughs> oh, it's like, well, so we spent, you know, like your time on, on the reunion should be uh, proportioned to the amount of the season that you were on. Yeah, and how much you fucking brought it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what did you, yeah. And like, you know what? It speaks so much to like, somehow Dom was still one of the most exciting parts of the season because that was one of the few like big explosive dramas. It just happened so early. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So much retreading. Aaron, Eris and Jasmine and the cousin montage recap. I just liked, uh, it was so annoying. Dom is like, I think you should have put your foot down to Jasmine. You could see the look on her face was like, why is this bitch talking to me? I was like, Dom, shut up. Nobody wants to know what you think they should have done. Yeah. Really? Yeah. From you? And then I thought it was funny because then Mac chimed in and tried to do some like weird explanations for Eris. Yeah. Like, I think he just, and I loved watching Jasmine put her foot down and go, no, no, he didn't have my back. You're not going to defend him right now, period. That's it. There's no defending him. He's like, I was just, she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I love the energy that Jasmine brought. Yeah. And I was like worried of what coming, her coming to the reunion, having only watched half the season would mean. But I think it actually like, if if it served anyone, it served her because she was definitely pissed probably after watching that one month anniversary bullshit date. I just felt like she came with like a very feisty firm energy that was like gonna make it clear that she was put through some bullshit yeah yeah i mean i just could not believe once again like eris egg on his face with this whole i like strong people who can hold their own and i'm like she very calmly and strongly says to you if you're not with me if you don't support me I don't want to be around you. Exactly. I'm like, that sounds like strength to me. Right. Like, what do you want? Do you want a big reaction here? Yeah. Like, it's very simple. Your cousin doesn't like me. Yeah. She thinks I'm fake. Why would I want her around? End of story. Period. Like. And I tried with her and went and like did something without you with her. Like, no. Ugh. Uh, I do feel like something that I really learned for real this time around is that Eris and Jasmine became real life friends in this process, Mm. which kind of threw me because she like, she came with her anger and she wasn't afraid to show it. And you could tell that she's, it's probably been really frustrating watching how shittily he treated her and how much she didn't say while it was happening. And yet you can feel like they really consider themselves real friends in this process. And they talk about how they weirdly did get a kind of close. It's just weird. Like, I'm like, I don't even know how to reconcile these two things. I think cause you know, Clint and Gina are kind of the same way. And there's yeah, but a there po- wasn't one person that wanted it. And one person yeah, that that's true. Yeah. I guess, th- I guess they just put up some, 
boundaries around physicalness and never really, both couples never really got like this intimacy thing. Yeah. And always stayed sur- surface zone. level. Yeah. That it seems like it's a lot easier versus like uh, Shaq and Kirsten, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought, I found it particularly annoying. I did see over time that Kevin did this with kind of everybody that didn't work out. I think to prove a point, like, I liked how he like would show them listing what was important to them from the matchmaking yeah. special and then be like, so you, you got that. So what's up? But I didn't like that this being our first couple we're working with, he out the gate is like, so Eris, what was really wrong? I'm like, motherfucker, are you really going to make him do this right now? Because, and I get, I think he's trying to get at, like, there's some actual secret reason that, like, we all know subconsciously he doesn't know how to, like, date a stand-up woman or some shit. But I'm like, he's held to his reasons all year, which is that he straight up is not attracted to her. Are you really going to make him reiterate this? Well, that's why, that was the most interesting part for me, the the whole aspect of like Eris is like, well, we're keeping things private. We're keeping things private. And Kevin's like, I'm confused. And he's like, well, if I was to say what I wanted to say, I'd be nailed to the cross. And I'm like, okay, Christ, like settle down here. If I really described all of the reasons I don't think a tr- like Jasmine doesn't turn me on, I that's what I yeah, get from it. It's just you know what? And something else, I kind of found Kevin annoying. Oh, which I multiple feel like times I was annoyed loved by him. him in past ones, while other people have been haters. And this is the first time that I've just been like, Kevin, you're bugging. Like you clearly don't know the shit in depth enough as you should, and like your instincts of like w- assessing a couple, or I just they're not very good. Yeah. Like, put me in, coach. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it bothered me that he wanted to really push this. I was like, stop. I totally forgot that he slept with someone that she knew 10 before. days before the yeah. wedding day. And I will say, once he starts describing it, I'm like, oh, he was hanging out with this girl. Mm. Of course, it was Eris as a 40-year-old man acting like a 20-year-old man who says, I'm hanging out with this girl. So, like, I'm sure it's not like it was going places. But it was, I, I don't think it was just a sex. Yeah. It was like we were talking. And that was an interesting, like, thing that I liked how Jasmine laid that out. She was like, yeah, we just are different people and had completely different mindsets. As soon as my audition process started, I was preparing myself for this person and was like not going to date or sleep with anyone and and, like leave it to Eris to basically view it the opposite which is how many people can I like sleep with and get with before I get married to a stranger yeah (laughs) you find out that like he would do stupid shit to like when they would have long filming days where he would just start saying bullshit at the like end, the open to marriage. Yeah. Yes. I was like highly disturbed when they showed us that open marriage clip. And then he was like, Oh, no, that's not I was, real. I was kidding. I literally told her the second that they left, I'm messing with you. Even though it wasn't that hard to imagine that he would want that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in the end, we got Jasmine's friend, Adrian, who came out and basically just confirmed like she did not like 
the way Eris treated her friend and saw red flags and was never going to put Jasmine's relationship on blast on TV because she actually loves her, (laughs) which I respected. And then Jasmine is very happy. She's officially a friend boy. And like the rumors have been cleared. This man's face was not showed shown because Jasmine did not want it shown. Yeah. He's not some shady guy. No. So we are very happy for Jasmine. I am, I mean, I guess it's been a few months since, so I don't know if they're still together, but if they are, I'm sure we're going to see it on Instagram any day now. Then we get Nicole and Chris. Uh, this was interesting. So this is one Kevin really, Kevin, he, Kevin was his a hater whole, from the beginning. His whole thing was off with, with so a lot off. of different people. He's yes. like, with everyone that didn't make it, He's like, you guys were perfect. What happened? And then with the one couple that I'm sorry, but yours truly here, us, and I think most of the people that respond to our polls on Instagram Mm -hmm. were pro them at the beginning in terms of thinking that they would work. Yeah. And Kevin's like, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And I'm like, okay, are you actually watching the show or no? that's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, I guess the only thing I've, I'm like, I'm just curious about with them is kids. Yeah. Cause that was something like, I mean, it seems like they're both open. It seems like he really wants them and she's open. I have to think they're eventually going to do it. Yeah. But they're revisiting the topic in a year. And right now are moving to like a bigger place. They just seem really happy. I feel like there's an ease there with yeah, them. For sure. For sure. They're My just, favorite yeah. part of their time was when Nicole was talking about her personality and how, you know, because Kevin's thing, like, I thought you were going to bowl her over and stuff. And she's like, no, no, like, I just need to, uh, I just need to rant for a few minutes and let things out. And and I'm like, who does that sound like? <laughs> I know. Because when that clip, when she was talking about it, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. Okay, the ladies all got together. I thought this was so funny. Kevin's like, so do you guys just feel like you gained four new best friends? And everyone's nodding, including Dom. "Mm -hmm." (laughs) I'm like, Dom, stop. Just stop. I will interject here. The one thing that I am... looking forward to seeing because we are probably still going to watch the where are they now is when she gets is when dom gets all pissy about the fact that she's not being included in group activities (laughs) girl get out of here i thought it was cute everyone admits that they go to nicole first for advice so i just am like let the record fucking show that this cast and group loved the role that nicole played in this group and actually really relied on her and sought her out and yes, everybody LOLs, like, Nicole can overstep sometimes. Uh, but in general, I think that, like, everyone loves what she brought to the table. And again, like we've said so many times, and I actually love that Nicole said this at the reunion, somebody always fills this role. It's just, ironic. interestingly, a lot of times it's been a man. Mm. And so I think, yeah. I, I think that that, like, speaks for itself, that that's the group's takeaway, that that's how they see her. Oh, and then there was a few never-before-seen scenes I'm like that were actually, um like, it's been seen, though. 
<laughs> like we've seen it. Um, Do you guys not remember how many episodes you've put out of this show? Right. Pretty sure you've gone through most of the footage. Right. I found it interesting that all of the girls think that Shaq is the man for Kirsten. I know. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. Okay. Because they're kind of going to be our juiciest couple here. Let's just whiz past Gina and Clint. I mean, it is funny that he does put them on the spot that they both essentially describe things that they both fit in their matchmaking questionnaire. Clint and And I have to say, Clint, for his slender bullshit on the honeymoon... In his matchmaking special, he talks about it like he's he's dated all body types. Yeah. So that actually threw me a little bit, especially because everyone's been so like all the Clint apologists from that time that were like, this man's allowed to say what he likes. What's the problem? He's just allowed. What's the big deal? And I'm like, okay, well, he was lying. Like (laughs) he says in the thing, he's dated women of multiple... Body types, so whatever. But it is funny. It's like, to me, it's, I feel like Maths thinks they're proving some big point by being like, see, you said, and we did answer your, so it's definitely their way of being like, you guys have been coming for the experts for years, so we're going to remind you that people say they want shit that they don't even fully mean. Yeah. And like, that's kind of the biggest thing is that like, Whatever anybody says. You're saying it to get on the show, right? You're saying what you need to say to put yourself in this position to be on the show. And you are putting your best image of yourself the way that you want to see yourself. Yes. That's what you're putting forward. Yeah, that's a good point. Like it's an aspirational version of you that people are always putting forth when they apply to things like this. Like they want to be the kind of person that A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. And it's like, you guys, you end up fucking yourself. They really do. Not in the good way. Uh, we do find out that Gina, I'm just like, Gina, there was nothing about doing this that was conducive to your life right now. No, nor Shaq. Yes, or nor Shaq. We find out that she lost $100,000 in, in her build out for her new salon while filming the show. I mean, that's like catastrophic. And that was just one side thing that like we never heard about. I'm like, that's enough to make regular people be unavailable for yeah. months of their life in to their friends. You know what I mean? So it's just so absurd to me that she did this in the midst of that. Yeah. Because it's just like so not conducive. He's dating someone. Clint's in a relationship. That's right. That he seems to feel really good about. It's been several months. Curious if they're still together now. We need to go and like add everyone on Instagram. Yeah. Now. Like I'm like, is Clint going to be public? I'm not sure. Okay. Do you have anything else on them? No. No. There's like literally nothing to say. Shaq and Kirsten. So, you know, they split. We, We get... Big Shaq and Kirsten stuff this episode, and like first and second. So Shaq's gone back to therapy. He's... Uh, before at the top. We got to oh. talk about the color coordination here. Oh, yeah. It's not good. No. Not good. Um, Don't <laughs> go for the color coordination if the colors are going to be off. He Sh- says they didn't. Okay. Well, go find something different to wear then. 
it was just so bad. She's in this like beautiful, like canary yellow almost. Yeah. And he looks like the wrestler Goldust from the WWE. <laughs> just black and gold. Like it just was not good. It was it like an off putting yellow. Yeah. It was, it was like not a little, yeah. pleasant. And it was just distracting for me the whole time. It bothered me. <laughs> so Shaq's back in therapy. He is finishing the doctorate that will never end. I really thought it would have been done by now. And he lives in Texas. Yes, I knew this. Oh. I've been keeping this secret. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we might have to talk about it in couples counseling. We definitely will. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that, babe. So yeah, he's living in Texas for a new job now. She gets into like, she was just, she was very, very angry after D-Day. And I, okay, I gotta say, I'm, I have fun with the fact, I love like a comeback to each other's story. I do. I'm a, I am I love it. I love a beautiful story of like someone doesn't see what was in front of them and they didn't understand. And then they look at them and they're like, what did I miss? Of course, this is the answer. Love a tale like that. And love that like to hear that so much of the cast is like still thinks it like it's all fun to me. And yet Shaq to me gave so many mixed ass messages at this time. I mean, he was so all over the place. Like it's Shaq needed more time. He needed more time to figure it out with her. But wait, but you were the busy one. You were the one that could never do anything. And then you were the one complaining. Why does Kirsten need so much quality time? We do have quality time. But then in the next breath, you're saying we didn't have enough time. It's almost like he was going down in real time, processing a list of things that excuses that somehow would get him off the hook or somehow would make him make it feel like okay that mm-hmm. he said no mm-hmm. we have a prophet thrown in here we oh have like i don't know what's happening you a know it's casual like casual prophet drop just a casual that barely prophet gets drop. expounded upon and then it's like and then he tries to quickly go but yeah i mean i was just also and then we go somewhere else oh also one of his other reasons was the filming really fucked with him psychologically. Like, which which this is one that always surprises me because they don't talk about it in the season ever. Yeah. And it's only something you ever find out after the fact. Again, it could just be like a lame excuse like you're saying, but he did say he would shut down a lot because the process itself with the filming of it all would like really mess with his head. But then everything, you know, then the whole pushback to that is like, Okay, well then say yes and figure it out exactly. after the cameras are gone. It, it was almost like it was like, is it better if I say I just made up my mind like that second when I was on the couch? Yeah. Or is it better to say I made it? I made my decision when I woke up that morning or a week <laughs> ago, and I'm and we're getting it. like a little bit I of everything. Hate, I know, so true. Like he's giving us just like a smorgasbord of possibilities. I mean, obviously, a lot of these things were, like, factors along the way that were added stressors and were confusing him or making him feel, like, disconnected. But then we get down to it and, like, a profit from his PhD program influenced him right before Decision Day 
doesn't really explain what that means other than choose yourself, choose yourself, which meant not knowing till the second before. Yeah. I mean, did I get this wrong when he said that I thought it was going to be a yes until I actually said it on the couch? Yes. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I know. And then we get, he needed, uh, this, this is the stuff that really irks me. He needed more support. A wife that wanted to be a part of my life. We couldn't just enjoy each other. Again, I go, what? You just said you didn't get why she was asking for more quality time. Then we get to, he got in his head and like, ultimately his takeaway retrospective is that he didn't think he was good enough for Kirsten. He does regret it. Mm-hmm. We find out they hung out a few weeks before the reunion, which would have been end of February, beginning of March. He said it was amazing. This is the one factoid, one single factoid I heard that was new from Shaq about Kirsten that did just make me go, oh, that would have been hard or weird, was finding out that, like, sh- so we already know about the whole family thing, like the way that it was hard to get the family thing scheduled. I guess she is so plugged in in Nashville and has such a big social life there. I think she's been there since college or whatever. She was self-conscious about taking him out on the town in the process and like meeting up with her friends with him and stuff like that. Because all she could think about was like, I don't want to parade this man around as like surprise I got married only to four to six weeks later have to explain how I'm suddenly not married anymore, which I have to say. What do you think about that? I'm like really torn because I really actually get where she's coming from. I do. Uh, That is something that would be. It would cross your mind. You'd be like, oh, my God, this is going to be so embarrassing if in a month and a half. We're not together anymore. And I have to explain that to a bunch of people. But. It's embarrassing if it's a real thing. Right. It's like not a show. A like, yeah. a show. And like, I mean, look, maybe there's a lot of reasons why. No, but I feel like everybody, like, the they, they don't film all the time. Like, you hear about their weekends. Yeah. That aren't being filmed. Because I was just going to say, well, it's fair that she wouldn't have wanted, like, every friend hang to be filmed. But they don't. Yeah. So I I did say, and what he said, I mean, it sounds like it was kind of, it was disappointing and probably messed with his ego a bit. Especially yeah. after, the, again, the attraction comments at the top. Then for the, and he explains that he was really excited when he realized how social she was when they first got together because he was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I just moved here in the last year. I don't have a lot of friends yet. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. And then she kind of withholds Frida. Frida wants to talk on the podcast. She wants her dinner, I think. Okay, go give her her dinner. Okay. And we're back. Dogs have been fed. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that's... I can see how that would have been sad and confusing for Shaq. It's like, I want to know more, honestly. I'm like, I, where's the follow-up questions here? Was Kirsten doing stuff with her friends every weekend and Shaq was, like, not allowed to come? 
Or would she just save her friend time for when he was busy with work, which was constantly? Like, how did this actually play out? Yeah. I have no idea. Sounds like it has potential to be very, like, bummery. Or maybe, like, really natural and not that big of a deal with the way their schedules went. I don't know. But what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's an experiment and, like, you deal, you decide. It's not like your your people around town don't know that you're doing this, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. But also, I don't think it's, like, I don't know how much it had a imp- real impact on these two. Yeah, you're like, is it that deep? Or, I mean, I will say there was the wording of, like, she wanted to keep him secret. Yeah. Which that never makes anyone feel good. And it's like, is that how, is that how he saw it and felt it the whole time? Or, you know? Yeah. Because maybe that was, like, actually fucking with him way more than we knew. Who can say? His mom, the moms come out, though, which is funny. Oh, we forgot to say we did get a Mark... FaceTime visit. Oh, shout out to Mark. Really wish we could have seen you in person, Mark. Should have been at the finale. Yeah, why weren't you there? I know. What's the deal? I'm sure you'll let us know in the next. Maybe he was watching the dogs. Oh, he probably totally was. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Shaq's mom, bless her, she's such a sweetie. She's like, you're still my daughter-in-law. And then they're going to dinner that night after this. Are they? Are they, though? Right. Is it bullshit? This is, I, the, oh, my number one. But then they have their private backstage moment where they, like, hug for a long time. They are trying to shove down our throats that this couple needs to date. Yeah. Like, it's all is it a date if you put them on the spot on national TV? You're taking Kirsten out to dinner tonight, right? Hey, Mac, you're taking Gina out to dinner, aren't you? Oh, how about tonight? Are you going to, who says no? Like, I don't know. Yeah, could be bullshit. Okay, well, we'll get back to them when we have the sit down with the experts and there's more shit said. Dom and Mac, waste of my friggin' time and somehow I still have like lots of notes. Okay, a few things. Her acting so like, oh. At the montage of Uh, them being, like, flirty and sexual for, like, the first day There's 96 hours of their relationship on a montage. Yeah. We get some relitigation of the way some bullshit went down that day. I mean, I will say this. I will say this. I feel like you cannot get... you, You can't not acknowledge this. Dom acknowledges that she could have lasted longer... That she jumped ship too soon. And mm, that's about it. Well, the insecurity was based around him not being a Nashvilleian. Yeah. A Nashville resident. Ish. So she says. I think what really happened is she's so young and immature. They had this conversation off camera that she's talked about. Like he literally like. I want to think of like a great phrase of people cursing someone's name and I can't think of something but she remember she talked about it like well what you don't know is off camera he like exoriated my character is that a word exoriated no there's a word it's close to extorted 
No, that's not what it was. <laughs> he ran my name through the mud. Yeah, she made it seem like he was like, well, I hate you too. And I never want to be married to you. And the way he says it is like, yeah, well, I was in a terrible mood that day. Like we had had a bunch of shitty conversations and squabbles. And I was basically for the first time, I think it was like, She'd been talking shit and criticizing everything left, right, and center about him. Yeah. So I think that by that point, right before Pastor Cal got here, he was, like, in a mood. And he's going, you know what? There's actually a lot of things about you that don't fit my list. And I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. I'm frustrated by that. He was having a moment that I think he was completely entitled to with how much he had been criticized. And Mac, I mean, Dom was so astounded that he would dare reciprocate in any way some of her dissatisfaction that she had a total ego flip out yeah and in her head goes fine fine and then he comes and matt pastor kyle comes and she's like we're getting a divorce i mean it's so transparently like she felt so offended and couldn't believe the audacity that, like, even if she was horrible to him, that he wouldn't want to be with her for a second. But he clarifies, like, I needed to be clear. I thought we were having a bad day. Yeah. And we were going to go into therapy and, like, get some tools to try a little harder. I did not know that, like, me saying that meant we were done. Yeah. It's it just shows her immaturity. Oh, yeah. She's it's so hard young. for me because my competitive argumentative side mm -hmm. wants desperately to pick someone to ride with here oh right but i just dislike both of them yeah so it's kind of hard for me um okay yeah i have a question for you about this her whole thing <sighs> about wanting to be fought for oh and he, what gosh. is your thoughts on that and he should have he should have fought, chased after me. You know, and you made could me... have that day said, no, we're fighting. We're doing this. I mean, who knows what I, bullshit. Fucking okay. bullshit. Okay. I agree. Absolutely. I think bullshit. it's absolutely ridiculous. You don't have any, like, it's been a week. You have no. And you've literally been breaking him down. Again, I don't think that Mac is like some incredible catch here. But you were literally tearing him down for five out of the last seven days that you were together. I, I'm sorry. When you, you say it's over to one of the main experts on the thing after what you've put him through. Yeah. No. What is he fighting for? Exactly? And you never moved in. Exactly. Like, yeah. what is he fighting for? He's like, girl, She's I don't even know you. Go. Literally. Like <laughs> I know. Ridiculous. He's like, I'm sorry. My ego was, like, on the floor at that yeah. point. And, like, we – yeah, what were we fighting for? Ridiculous. I did – oh, God. And that vid, that never-before-seen scene that actually we hadn't seen uh, where she, like, calls him out at, like, a – I think it was one of the group things, like, on the side for how him and his family unfollowed her and her family on the online – and then she keeps going, Petty Betty, Petty Betty, huh? Petty Betty. She said it four times. It annoyed the shit out of me. So annoying. And I'm like, the audacity of you. Like, the actual audacity of you. Why do you care? 
why should they follow you? Yeah. Like, it's all over. Like, you all want to just treat it like a bad dream. Why the fuck would you stay Instagram friends with your family? I would have done the same thing in my, if I was in his position, I'd be like, okay, everyone, we're not following, right? Like, done. Yeah. And he's, I thought it was actually quite human and cute that he's like, yeah, no, I asked my mom to unfollow you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've done that before. Like, it's totally freaking valid. And, like, why would you want, like, literally, what are you getting at, Dom? Yeah. I just don't get it. Uh, Mac and Gina, I think she has a very big crush, and I think he has no real intention of anything. Yeah. He keeps being like, yeah, if we were living in the same spot, I think it would be fun. He's like, I live in Michigan. Literally. I don't want to, like, he subtly dropped again, Gina's big phone person. I know. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, he's clearly, like, they talk on the phone enough. I don't know. Like, the way he's talking about it, he knows it's not going to work. Yeah. Why is Dr. Pia being brought out onto the stage as if she is a staple expert when we literally saw her one and a half times, maybe? This is so funny because they they started doing this where it's like, I call this segment Experts Fight Back <laughs> because they just come in and it's like a fucking sob story about how difficult it is to match people. Yeah. And I just think it's funny when we're over here, when you have people that are coupling up in within the cast with mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. it's like, well, doesn't seem that hard because right. I think Mac and Gina would have had a better chance than Dom and Mac and Clint and Gina. Right. Um, and when we have all these people, like when you see, I'm I'm not suggesting this as a match because of whatever, everyone's happy now. But like you see the effortless friendship that Jasmine and Shaquille have. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, yeah. it, it, it's really like, clearly you, it there's things that you just miss. Yeah, you don't, you don't do just because like you the last two seasons you're one for ten here. <laughs> I'm sorry, the the data speaks for itself. Yeah, which Jamie and Beth, Jamie just like posted a photo of him on the steps of City Hall. Wait, what's the place? Courthouse. You take your, yeah, of the courthouse. And then it's like this long thing of like, I just filed the papers. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Like, I mean, we already knew that it was happening, but he made a whole thing of it. Mm. Anyway, just another divorce in the MAFS pipeline for you. But do you think that this was their way of saying like Dr. P is officially on the team? I think so. I just, I mean, I don't, she better be on the team. She's going to be on way. the team. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like I'm so exhausted be- from the show. And yet at the same time, I'm like, I can't wait to see what they, how, who they try to match in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> what idiotic choices they're about to make. Uh, Dom and Mac do come out. So this is, then we get every couple carouseling through to have their reckoning with the ex parts. Yeah, almost every couple. It was, yeah, I don't know. Dom cried. She did feel like a failure. This was where I said she seems willing to accept that she was out of line and that, like, watching herself back has been embarrassing. I was like, thank you. That's what we all deserve to hear. 
Okay, Kirsten and Shaq. So Kirsten, I mean, I just thought that Kirsten really handled herself really well at this reunion. Uh, She took full ownership of her lameness in the first month, Mm -hmm. which I really appreciated. They're, of course, all being pushy about, like, is there hope? What does it mean? What do you think? Which has got to just be, like, really fucking annoying. He, again, though, like... We're getting a lot of maybe one day stuff. Um, he stays just vague enough and then does say things like, I'm just really glad that we can be friends now. Like, he was just so desperate to have contact with her. But it felt like, remember, like his bullshit right after decision day of how, like, expectant and rude he was towards her that she didn't want to be his BFF. So, I don't know, like... She's definitely having a hard time believing that he's genuine. Yeah. She's like, I can tell what she's trying to suss through. She keeps leaning over and like looking into his eyes and going, well, I want you to really da da da, like really know. Because she's like, after everything we just went through, you blindsided me. And then meanwhile, like I'm watching you be pressured by everyone up here. You're not saying anything truly committal or concrete. That's why I was like, "What is actually happening here?" Because she said between it would between feel great them to hear from him. Yeah, so she, she said it would feel great to hear him say, "Let's do this. I want this." So she's basically like, "I'm going to be guarded until you say that in a really clear way." When that got said, I was like, "Oh, so she would be open, but he has to be." Hell of sure, like 100% sure. And even hearing that, he doesn't give it to her. No, no. And that's what that's the thing that like bothered me throughout the course of these two episodes mm-hmm. is everyone, the cast is pushing, Kevin is pushing, mm-hmm. the experts are pushing, yeah, the moms are pushing, and there was never one real indication. That he wanted to get back together. There was nothing close to, I mean. I just don't get how. Like, I, I don't know. It. I don't know. It's he, he, He's sending everyone mixed messages. Well, yeah, you he's know, he's of, like, I regret it, but yes. I don't. But let's just work on being friends. But there was no grandiose. I made a huge mistake. And since decision day, I have realized how big of a mistake that was and yeah. how much I let go. Yes, I want to try this again. I understand I hurt you, and I'm just asking for you to open your heart a little bit to me to let this try again. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's that's what you say if you're interested. Yeah. We didn't get anything close to that. Yeah. And Kirsten clarifies, like, he's going to have to be the one. Yeah, no duh. And Dr. Pepper's like, no, he, no literally no <laughs> duh, though. Like, of course she cannot be. I do get a little bit of the vibe from Shaquille that like he would still, and maybe this is like really speaking to his deeper insecurities, but that he still would low-key kind of expect her to come to him because he wouldn't know if after she got so mad at him, if she would be open. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, Shaquille, you did the dumping. You blindsided her on national television and asked for a divorce, which she does harp on. She goes like, you're the one that asked for the divorce. Yeah. Like, you did it in front of everyone. I didn't think you were going to do that. Like, so 
it is that person's like responsibility if you want to get back together it is your burden to bear yeah you have to be the fighter absolutely 100% because she has no reason to trust you at this point you know because what's on the other side of that is actually rebuilding trust as well. Yeah. Because, it, and that's not even going to happen necessarily immediately because you fight for her back on one day, you know? But again, so that gets said, and then Shaq's like, I just don't, I don't know the words. And I'm like, dude, you're saying the words. Like, you're yeah. saying them. Like, just, and then Shaq's like, I will work on it on my end. And everyone gets like, what? Because it's not anything. It's yeah. vague. It's vague. And she's like, I need you to really think clearly about this because I am not a toy to be played with. Yeah. And I was like, yes, <laughs> exactly. These experts really think they're getting back together, though, by the end of this. And I'm just like, you guys, honestly, I think my... It's his opportunity to lose. And that actually shocks me because I truly believed Kirsten. I believed that, like, if you burned Kirsten that way, you're never getting back with Kirsten. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And yet the way that she so easily was movable with the right questions from the experts, that, like, basically, if he would do a grandiose fight, she would be very open. Almost like that's all she wants. But I just don't know. I don't know. I think between long distance and like, I don't know. He's clearly just like not sure enough. Yeah. It doesn't make sense now he's in Texas. I don't know. Yeah. You're an idiot, Jack. I'm sorry. Like, I really had high hopes for you. I don't understand. The only other thing I can think is like, is there something bigger at play here? Like, identity wise is there something like i just get the vibe like there's either something he's not saying or there's a lot like he's so deeply confused yeah they they don't stand a chance just because of how confused he is yeah and i guess i could just don't get why he's that confused you know like Me i don't I, I think at this point because he said so many th confusing things. Like, you know what I mean? He said so many different things. That's what I'm saying. Given There's so many so reasons. There's so much yeah. all over the map. Yeah. That I really am like, do you even know? Yeah. What's going on Are here? you just throwing shit at the wind? I thought it was hilarious, though, when the cast came back together and we got to see uh, the footage that we hadn't seen of the girls freaking out at Kirsten for how much she had lied and faked that they hadn't had sex. Oh, yeah. That was great. Oh, my Jasmine God. was straight up pissed. Yeah. She was like, what? You, with all that stuff you were saying at our girls' hang, were so elaborate. Like, that was hilarious. Um, also, where if you're going to give me a silly outtakes and bloopers section... Maybe make it funny. That was that was hard to watch. Where is the where are the classics? I just ate a bug in an interview. <laughs> the I fell I off a chair and fell. Uh, like where can we get some? Yeah. Like, what? It was one of the worst gag reels I've ever seen. Oh my god, so lame! Like if you're gonna see us out that way, do it right. 
Don't give me a montage over music that's not even funny. I, oh my God, we need to have conversations <laughs> with people on this team. That's all I have. Yeah, I do before we close. Amidst all of the bullshit and failed relationships in mm-hmm. this season, mm-hmm. want to end on a happy note and extend a huge, very well-deserved congratulations to Nicole and Chris. Yeah. Because I think that this is one of the strongest couples that we've gotten from this show. Yeah. And wish them the best and a lifelong happiness together. Because I will be truly devastated. Yeah, very, if very that devastated. Comes out in the next year, that's like, oh, oop. Actually, they're breaking up. Yeah. I, I won't be okay. Yeah. So I'd be remiss if I didn't congratulate them. Yeah. Congratulations. We love you guys. Okay. Well, you know what? They like they've now officially dropped a couple teasers for Denver, but with no dates. Which we're excited about. Yeah, we're excited about. We keep it. We're totally fine if we don't have a release till fall, even winter. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, I would just usually they like throw it in our face exactly one month later, but we don't have a date yet. And there's at least a Where Are They Now episode next week that um, we will not be potting on. We'll probably be on the Instagram, though to talk about any lols but other than that we are going on a summer hiatus until denver starts which like yeah. i said have no idea when that is so we will all learn that together on the interwebs you guys thank you so much for listening yeah this has been like i think really good for us we as a, a lot of you know like we did not finish out the season 15 because of like some personal trauma in our lives that we went through together. And I think coming back in the new year and like starting a new season with each other too, like there's just been a lot of things that have been really positive about doing this together this year. Even when it was annoying or like the season was hard. Like it was good to be back. Yes. Good to be back. We have so much fun screeching and talking mad shit with each other and you guys. And we kind of still can't believe that like you guys get a kick out of it so much that you listen every week. So uh, I guess this is my last ask. Oh my gosh, wait. Uh, No one's going to even be listening still for this. We have to give credit where credit is due. We've taken so much time off. That we literally forgot about our original promise. We achieved our goal. We are ending season 16 with actually 101 reviews. And I would just like to shout out to our 100th reviewer, Popcorn Gal 23 for letting us know how much you love the show Britt and Tim are hilarious, and the reason we tune in to watch MAFs every week, they're funny and lighthearted, yet honest takes on each episode keep me cracking up and excited for more. Love you guys. We love you too, Popcorn Gal 23. Thank you so much. And it sounds like you watch it with someone, which is really fun. It sounds like you might listen to it with someone too. 
We appreciate you. Very much so. And this is our last time that we will ask, you know, if you're feeling compelled, if you have enjoyed this season of coverage in spite of the madness, please go to our Buy Me a Coffee website. Um, We put the link in our show notes. That's where you can go give us a little bit of love for all the hours that we put into producing this. Uh, generally unpaid amidst busy lives. That would mean a lot. And whether you go to the Buy Me a Coffee or you still haven't written a review and you've decided now is the time, I say go. Every added review gives us more reach and exposure and listeners. We did it, folks. We made it together across the finish line. Season 16 is in the books. We could not have done it without you. Mm -hmm. Thank you endlessly. We'll see you in Denver. We'll see you in Denver. (laughs) Bye. Bye.